Welcome back to the Touches and Targets podcast here. Um, we've been talking some news as we're running through some mocks here today. So definitely been interesting. And I think it's opened our eyes to some diamonds in the rough um, as we're scrolling down these mocks. So I think, I mean, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say our last mock we ran, Darnell Mooney. Gosh, the guy's kind of flying up where I view him ADP wise, but great to start to get some perspective on this. Anybody that we've been kind of panning through that's jumped to you so far? I'm looking at the draft board, honestly, right now, like we, you know, we, we went four or five in the 12 team PPR last mock. And, you know, we, we've got similar mindsets right now. Obviously the PPR aspects is a little bit more enjoyable to talk about. Um, we talked about guys like ETN, um, as a guy that we love, a few stay away guys like Gibson and Akers, like we're not, you know, reaching for those guys. When do we reach or, or I mean, when do we pick Brees Hall? You know, when's an appropriate time? Um, guys are down like quarterbacks, you know, back in the and these are 12 teams, by the way, you know, not not the 10 team half point PPR that we're about to do. But, um, you know, we're looking at quarterbacks down in the late eighth and ninth round. The value there is insane. Um, a few tight ends that I'm, I'm a little bit higher on, um, like Schultz over maybe Kittle, a guy like that. I just think the upside's a little bit there. Um, and just kind of go, like we were talking about AJ Brown's situation uh, with the Eagles, just not much to be excited about. We're, we're seeing him go in the like third round, some in the second, just depends how big your league Ugh. is. I can't Ugh. see, I can't see him going in the third round in this draft, um, but we can probably kick it off. Um, and yeah. just kind of talk through it. Anyone Let's else you're, it. you're thinking about? Like, is there, I mean, I know, I know I went, you know, wide receiver early in that fourth pick, but you know. No, yeah. I think um, I'm going to, I'm going to run, I'm going to run a three, probably a three running back stack here. Three out yeah. of my first four picks, likely running back. Um, something I just told you about. We've, we've talked about this. I feel like really successful draft strategy, four, five, six, seven in that area. If right. you're going J, J Jeff and cup um, huge bonus there. Um, but if you can't, if you can't get J Jeff or cup, like, I feel like, I feel like going that three running back stack is huge. I didn't pick any receivers until the sixth round in that 12 team league. Yeah. And I came away with, it was what cooks Mooney. I know I, I took IU going to flyer Lazard Lazard. Um, so it's interesting, but yeah. I we'll see it's, unless something falls to me here. And I had Mark Andrews in that draft. So Chill. I felt, I felt good about that. Um, if, if I don't get a tight end here, we'll see how that three running back stacks up, but yeah. without further ado, uh, I've got one, one pick here and JT's coming to me. Well, wow, coop uh, off the board at two. So, Oh boy. <laughs> Damn. That's a, that's if you, that that stinks because at eight, I mean, gosh, if you get J Jeff to fall to you, I was hoping half PPR. God, I gotta believe more people are taking Dalvin Cook before Justin Jefferson in half point PPR. I totally right. get the the full point mentality. What do you what do you think? What do you think, Najee Najee against Dalvin? I think it's similar, but I think the offense in Minnesota is just more well rounded, and I think right. that they're gonna be in. There, so the the talent level that they play in the AFC or the NFC North, I think that's a little bit more their type of style. Rather, the Steelers, they're playing guys that are high octane, high powered offense. They're playing guys that like you know the Bengals playing uh, the Ravens and whatever with the Browns. But my point being is a lot of these like games are going to be I feel like they're going to be catch up games. I don't I don't think that 
you know, maybe for the better of the first or second quarter, first half of the game, you're going to establish the run. But, you know, if you're playing, if you're playing in offensive shootouts, granted, you got good Steelers D, but um, if you're playing an off, like, I'm not just, I'm not trusting Trubisky and, um, and Pickett uh, or Kenny Pickett to, um, to really kind of lead that offense. So I'm going to go with the safe one. If this was PPR, I may lean Jamar Chase. Um, You know what I will do? I'm gonna surprise some people. I'm gonna go. Wow. With, I'm gonna wow. go. I'm gonna go with Travis Kelsey, knowing, knowing a, a running back like DeAndre Swift and Nick Chubb yeah. on around. No, no, great, great point. And honestly, I, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that out of the playbook if I'm pick eight or nine. If Thank I, especially you. if I'm pick nine, and Thank you. Uh, at that point, Dalvin's off the board. Yeah. Because that, that, that sweet spot that we've seen so much mm. of that ADP of 14, 15, 16, I am okay with oh. DeAndre Chubb or Kamara coming to oh. be my running back one. And you know what? And it's just because of the quarterback situation. Again, I just feel more comfortable with DeAndre Swift. I, I'm, I'm back and forth on Chubb. I'm back and yeah. forth. Like yeah. when I think of an offense, that runs well. Like when I think YJ or Jonathan Taylor had, you know, a good year last year. Yeah. He was a rookie good behind a solid offensive line, but you know, they threw the ball a good bit. Obviously Wentz wasn't totally great, but it just opens up more. And I don't know what they're going to open up with Jacoby Brissett. That's my, that's my mindset right now. Jacoby Brissett's the quarterback, right? I don't know if Baker's going to even be on the team. Deshaun Watson isn't playing this year. The better upside, the better offense, the better pass catcher. I know we're going, we're still half point. It's DeAndre Swift for me, man. I have to do it. I have to do it. Yeah. And one thing we've been talking about is, oh, perfect. Um, <laughs> is Nick Chubb kind of flying up boards based on um, the quarterback situation there in Cleveland? Like we, I know he's, we've seen him like essentially go from the back end of second round to yep. mid second round now, not wouldn't be surprised if we start to see him a little bit earlier in the second. Dude, um, in my, in my opinion. So obviously JT Henry Harris, McCaffrey Eckler and cook in my, like, I think they're, they're better than Chubb just on paper for fantasy, but Chubb Swift and Mixon, those are interchangeable. Like those guys are the points yep. will be, will be very similar. Yep. For sure. No, and and so now I came I came down. I said if I didn't get my tight end in the second, um, wait, I would have to maybe shake up the strategy. But here I am yep. again, staring the three out of four running backs right in the face. So that's a twenty first uh, pick, right? I mean, excuse me, thirtieth pick. No, twenty. Twenty. That's what I thought. Twenty. So twentieth pick. You got. I'm just trying to see where you got Mark Andrews in the last last draft, and it's. I mean with 12 teams it's just a little bit later or a little bit uh earlier yeah i mean i think mark andrews like i told you in the last draft even in the 10 team like i i think honestly if i was in the position i'm taking mark andrews over arguably over cd tyreek and debo um, right yeah i just love i love his equity in that offense um, now i'm looking at running backs saquon javante aaron jones leonard Fournette. I told you I've been high on Lenny um, from oh, yeah. the jump. And I, I really view all these guys similar. I just think – I think Lenny is in a better he's offense so overall. He's so um, good. I would have to – I'd have to get into the bye week here. Do you know when the Colts bye week is this year? 
I think it's uh, late. I think it's like 15. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I mean, I would, I would consider bye weeks there, but assuming no, no, um, no stacking there on the bye weeks. I'm going to go Leonard Fournette over Aaron Jones, Javante, and Saquon. I just – I feel really good about his equity in that backfield. Yeah. No, I do. I agree completely. Um, A.J. Brown going mid-third again. Oh, yuck. Uh, for those who did listen to the last pod, um, I was looking at stats. I sent Jared these notes, but it was like top 15 wide receivers in fantasy football on average their offenses – yeah. have averaged 270 plus passing oh. uh, no no wide receiver has finished in the top 15 whose offense is below that so yeah. you look up here and the philadelphia eagles uh, the back half of last year averaged 220 yards passing per game again i'm a logical man who likes numbers i'm doing the math in my head Devonte smith aj brown dallas right. goddard miles sanders kenneth gainwell um, whoever else could possibly i mean nelson aguilar he's still there it, no i thought he's with the new england patriots oh you're right you're right sorry jalen rager jalen rager yeah, yeah oh similar same exact player sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah they, i blend those two in my mind all the time but like regardless i can't see aj brown popping off no 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 but i, I will say uh, as my pick is up i'll talk about my pick it's i think it's you know contingent with what you know the lenny pick but you know, we'll, we'll look into bye weeks more so, I guess, as the season, you know, gets closer, in my opinion. Like, I just – I think right now I'm just trying to get the best player, best positional player in each um, in each round or whatever my strategy might be. So, when I got Kelsey, that's – dude, that's an elite wide receiver one. Like, that's the elite wide receiver numbers. He'll get over 100 catches, um, and that's like, you know, that's low-balling him, I think. He'll probably – you know, he got 17 games, probably 100 – 110 catches or something like that. I mean, there's no one as good as him in that offense. Um, you got Swift, and then we kind of work around to your boy Zeke, and we're liking his upside, right? I think it's, yeah. between, it's between him and, and James Conner right now for me because the wide receivers, yeah, they're there, but one right. of these five are going to be on the swing around in five picks. So I'm going to go this time, just this time, because I've been going to James Conner. I want to mix it up. I'm going to go with Ezekiel Elliott. I'm going to bank on wow. I'm going to bank on him rising to stardom a little bit more. And I think he's just going to be more efficient. I just think he's I, I mean, again, you know I'm a Cowboys fan. Right. Um, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and read these off to you here um, in terms of rushing. All right, well, I'll just go all-purpose yards last year before the knee injury. Yeah, so we know right. he he fell on the first down marker. The knee right. was bothering him. Uh, so week two, he tallied 97 yards. Week three, he tallied 116 yards. Keep week going. four, 143 yards. Keep going. Week five, week five 112 yards. Yeah, we like that. Um, I mean, the guy when he was healthy last year is is consistently over 100 yards a game. And we, we already know his TD equity. I mean, the guy is – no matter what you say about Ezekiel Elliott, the guy is a goal line finisher. Right. He is. No, yeah, he, he lives and dies at the goal line. Like, he is – he plows. He plows. And that's what even we on do. Even on a bum knee last year. Yeah. Dude, he's a go-getter. Um, now, so I told you I was taking Zeke, but, hey, guess who's still there for my three running back strategy? Yep. 
as well as I got Travis Kelsey. I think, again, we talked about last draft um, looking at a guy like T. Higgins. So fourth round, T. Higgins is, is pretty highly ranked, right? And we like him. I love him. You know, as my first wide receiver, you know, excluding Travis Kelsey, he's great. Don't get me wrong. But as my first wide receiver, also in the wide receiver two of his own offense, is not something I love. No. Um, I don't love the wide receivers right here with with Deontay and McLaurin and DK. Like, there's there's quarterback troubles right here, right? You got DJ Moore, Jalen Waddle, DK Metcalf, McLaurin, Johnson um guys that I'm not too excited about so I'm going to stick to my running back method and I'm going to go with a workhorse mentality of big old JC yeah I think I think right there like James Conner and David Montgomery stick out to me as as the guys to pick um yeah I mean I think that's that's really why we're so high on the three running back strategy this year yeah is is we're looking up and like I mean, I I would think you would concur here. I'm looking at pick 31, or excuse me, 21. I'm looking at picks 21 through the end of the fourth. So we're looking at a 20-pick margin here, 20 to 40. And the wide receivers off the board are A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen. I actually like Mike Evans, but then Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin, T. Higgins. Other than Mike Evans, I I don't love any of those guys. So yeah. it's I mean I feel like that's that kind of twenty to forty gap right now is is running back central. Uh, yeah. So I'm sitting here on the wraparound. I'm picking at the end of the fourth. I've got options here. I've I still haven't taken a wide receiver. Um, I'm definitely going to take another running back here. Uh, Brees Hall is sitting here. I, I've been loving the Brees and the ETN upside. I don't understand why ETN is lower like that. I, I know. I don't understand. I that. know. Hey, we'll pick them out. We'll pick them out and they'll be they'll be diamonds. I'm and I mean JK Dobbins is expected to open up camp on the PUP list. I don't like that one bit. Not one bit. No, thank you. Not a so fan. I'm you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and just go crazy because. Why not? It's a mock. I'm a half point PPR. You got another pick right after this, brother. Hey, no, 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 no. You're going to see how crazy I'm going to go. The two guys, the two guys I love, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say, screw it. And I'm stacking Brees Hall and ETN. I have four running backs through five rounds. That's, that's insane. That is insane. I mean, I just want to, I want to see what happens when I get down here to wide receivers. I know now I'm going to, I'm not going to get my high end quarterback. Like I, I think if, if it was actually draft day and I wasn't ex, quote unquote experimenting, I'd probably right. go, I'd probably go Brees Hall and then Lamar. Okay. Um, yeah. Lamar's falling. He's, he's right there with me for sure. Yeah. And, and I would, that would probably be my, my two picks there. So I have my three running backs. I have my quarterback and my tight end and I've stacked. Lamar and Mark Andrews but I just I just want to see if I did take the value running backs what I end up getting later on for sure no that's 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 a great that's a great point and I think so I went my three running back strategy I'm all I'm literally debating getting Josh Jacobs because I think he holds great value over Elijah Mitchell um but you have Lamar Jackson as well uh so he's like a running back share for me now, if this works out well, given that the two people behind me 
have two wide receivers. You might know where I'm going with this one. So we'll yep. talk with – we've talked a lot about Lamar. Now, I'll just let you know how – okay, so three so – three, uh. so lit, quite literally all the guys that I was thinking about taking got taken. Um, you got Elijah. So to – you know, if no one's looking at it, it's after Lamar we went Jacobs, Mari Cooper on the turn with Jerry Judy and then Michael Pittman. I was hoping to maybe squeak out Pittman or Judy there. Um, not really high on, on Sutton. Um, I mean, he'll be fine, but you know, I haven't had a wide receiver one yet. Right. I was hoping maybe to kind of sniff a little bit with Jacobs, but do I think I might go with the P the PUP possibility of Godwin? I mean, I think, I think the value is there. Um, I can get, I can be saved with starting three running backs and going again, you have a 10 team league. So it's not like wide receivers are going to be going like crazy. I'm okay with stashing Godwin. I know how good he is. I know what he's going to be like from week six to 18. Like I know he's going to be a dog. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, good points. And <laughs> I mean, boy, I, I just continue to push the limits on myself. I don't know if it's, <laughs> I don't know if it's good or bad. Um, you know, I think the common sense thing here would be to go ahead and, and stack up two wide receivers to get, get my roster a little bit um, more well-rounded. It's not fun. It's not that, fun. Not um, fun. So I'm, I'm going to, I mean, I'm just going to apply the pressure to myself. I'm going to take Kyler because he's available. I actually, I like Kyler over Joe Burrow wow. um, just because of the leg value. Now, unfortunately, I'm pressured into taking a receiver. And I've got Allen Robinson, Michael Thomas, Marquise Brown, Mike Williams. Um, I mean, I think I definitely like Mike Williams and Marquise Brown more than Michael Thomas and Allen Robinson. I mean, yeah. Allen Robinson, we've we've said we like him. We think right. he's going to obviously have a much better year than last year, but he's still the two in L.A. Right. Um, and that dude, who's to say that OBJ doesn't come back and with after his you know ACL recovery? Resigns with the team and starts to take some target share. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, Mike Williams, obviously at the end of last year. Oh, wow. Looking at this, right? I mean, ninth wide receiver in standard, 12th in PPR. Uh, yeah, he's uh, falling quite a bit, and I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, he's, I, it's not even a reach if you were to grab him right now. Dude, I, yeah, I, I mean, I always think he could out outperform Keenan this year. I, I like Mike. I mean, here I like Mike Williams and Brandon Cooks. I, I'm going to take Mike Williams. Um, yeah. But I, I actually really like both of them there. If I was later in the seventh, um, that's why I think I think the back end in a 10 team league pick seven, eight, nine, ten. If you don't get that cup, J Jeff, whatever right. it might be. Like you can get some good. Like you're actually never mind. You're already in this position. So go oh. go ahead. Oh, you're in dude. the positions. Um. Yeah, dude. I, this is yeah. I mean, yeah. I went with Godwin last. You know, we we know he's going to open up on the pup. Or we we think we don't know, but I'm surprised that Marquise Brown just went <laughs> nowhere. I I'm taking him over. Probably. All these guys, except for Mike Williams, that just went this round. Yep. Um, yep. I mean, I'm going to take him with no explanation and then hope that Cooks and Mooney are there in the back around. Maybe yes. I don't know. I don't know. You, you never know. Um, again, 
we talk about getting the number one option in the seventh and eighth round. Thielen's the number two. We know they're going to throw more, but being able to get the number one option, like Marquise Brown is the number one option for the next, what, six weeks or for the first yep. six weeks. Yep. No, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm, I am on my hands and knees praying that Darnell Mooney or Brandon Cooks gets back to me at the end of this right. round. I know, I know right. I'm seven, eight picks away, but we'll see. Right. I mean, I don't want to keep going by the blueprint, but I'm putting, I, I guess I'm drafting myself into situations where I need the safety, the security. Cause dude, you never know. Adam Thielen could, he could do some good things. He, I know he had some injuries last year. So he was kind of just like, whatever, after the last, it said after yeah week 13, but I mean, we're getting targets up to, you know, averaging probably seven or eight a game. Um, I'm looking, I'm just kind of doing the rough numbers in the head, looking at his player, his player profile. Yeah. He's a big TD guy. I mean, I'm pretty sure almost every game he played, he had a touchdown. Um, so that's when he got hurt in week 10, five, four, like dude, he's two, one, 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 two. Like, I mean, he's a guy, if you want to Actually, you know what? I've just talked myself into him. I've talked myself into a better quarterback, a better offense, a better division, more competitive games. I'm going with Adam Thielen in this scenario. And I don't hate it. I I don't hate it. Well, I mean, we have to remember a part of why we are so high on J. Jeff is because we've we've really read into the reports of that offense evolving. Yeah, 100%. And if, if that offense is going to evolve and be better in the passing game, yeah, Adam Thielen's a two. But let's let's not forget how good that guy has been. He's a beast. He's a beast. I, and, again, TD equity, like, yeah, you don't want to rely on guys that are, you know, strictly scoring. But right. if the TD upside's there, I mean, Kirk, I'm pretty sure he gets around this, 30 touchdowns a year. This is, this is very uh, informative for me with this draft because – I, I know I said I was on my hands and knees praying for Darnell Mooney or Brandon Cooks to get to me. We just looked at Darnell Mooney's target share yeah. last year, and it was insane to end the year. Stupid. Um, the the beauty of this now, though, because, I again, I'm picking at 1-1 here, and yeah. I have the wraparound, so I'm going to take two wide receivers. I already have my four running backs. I have a tight end. I have my quarterback. But, like – and half point PPR, I'm not losing sleep if I have to roll out Rashad Bateman or Elijah Moore as my wide receiver too. No, 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 no. I, and I mean, and I'm not, I'm not going to even, I'm not going to even have to because clearly I'm taking Brandon Cooks there. Right. Um, again, I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to put this out there again. In the eighth round, I am auto picking Brandon Cooks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean auto pick. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. It was. It's put it's him. A, put him in the queue and turn your computer off, <laughs> and then go and circle back in the ninth round because right, you don't need, right. you don't need to lock in the eighth round. Yeah, I'm actually. I'm going to read into this one a little bit because Rashad Bateman, he's the new one in Baltimore, right? And then we have we have Elijah Moore. I was I was pretty high on Elijah Moore there uh, before he was hurt. Obviously, I, a lot of good targets. But can I throw something at you? You got, Mark, you got Mark Andrews. So do you want all the receiving shares? Oh, like, well, right. Yeah, that's a big I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about this if I didn't, if I didn't have Mark Andrews. Right, right. For sure. There are a lot of rookie but, out there, man. London, but Garrett Wilson. I mean, I, I would have to go 
I'd have to go Elijah Moore here to to get away from the Baltimore offense. Yeah. Although clearly I I love them. Um, I mean Drake London. I mean he's the one. He is the one, but how? I mean Marcus Mariota. Are we are we confident in that? I mean it's just how how much of your third wide receiver being a rookie wide receiver can you take yeah. that? You- <laughs> hey hey, you know what? This is this is how above and beyond I'm going to see the game. I'm taking Cordero Patterson. Yeah, I was just about to say. I was just about to say. I hope he got down to me, but because I, you know what? Never mind. He might. He might be labeled back as a wide receiver next week. <laughs> Dude, it's such a flip flop thing. And now, since you didn't go for Rashad Bateman, maybe I can go with you <laughs> last week or or yet or last draft. Maybe yeah. kind of flip flip into that, and I can go some Lamar to Bateman shares, and maybe get you know double dip in there. Yeah, we got some running backs. Um, I think these – I will say, man, this is – Devin Singletary is the last starting running back on the board here. I don't I don't like to declare Chase Edmonds a starting running back. Um, I don't like to declare Rashawn Benny a starting running back. We can't, we can't, go with, we can't gonna, do Chase Edmonds yet. No, I'm going – I am going to go with Devin Singletary. Um, just because, you know, we are – I got to remember we are half-point PPR. It's yeah. not yeah. like – it's not like a receiver like Rashad Bateman is going to have 10 catches in a game. Right. Um, I like the volume. Hey, I, again, to end to end last year, touches, he goes, the last four games of the season, he goes 23, 18, 24, and 21. Yeah. See, that's just the, that's the equity that we need. That's, those are the shares that we need. And I'm glad. I'm almost glad that I was able to take him. Well, first of all, look at the wide receiver train on the board right now. I went from Drake London all the way to Ayuk with two running backs sandwiched in yep. between. Um, I'm glad that I've essentially got four wide receivers here. Travis Kelsey, Godwin will play eventually. I only have to play two wide receivers. And, oh, I'll play Marquise Brown for six weeks while homeboy's out and Hopkins is out. And then Thielen – Dude, he's just he's been he's been a he's been a stud, and we we swing back around to another number one. His name is Robert Woods. Yeah, hey, that's somebody we talked about last week, just like yeah. flying under the radar. And right. the guy's a wide receiver one in Tennessee. Oh, absolutely. Now, granted, he'll probably be a high end wide receiver three when it it's all said and done. But right, what's what's six for eighty five? Like what's, I mean, I'll take that um, out of him. So, but you know, if you want to read it 12 days ago from fantasy pros, Hey, at least sleeper gets their stuff from fantasy pros. Um, Robert Woods is expected to be the number one option to return in time for week one, according to the athletic. Um, Dude, they're going to have to throw it to someone. They got trail on Burks and Robert Woods. At least he's got a complimentary, you know what I mean? At least he's not completely alone. So. Yeah. And I, to, give an update here. I just took yeah. Kadarius Tony in the 10th and Rashad Penny in the 11th. I'm, I'm just hammering. I mean, again, half point PPR. Here's the thing that that Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey do for you. I have only taken three receivers and I took them in the seventh, eighth and 10th rounds. That's silly. And I feel insane about my roster. I have Jonathan Taylor, Mark Andrews, Leonard Fournette, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne, Kyler Murray, Mike Williams, Brandon Cooks, Cordero Patterson, Kadarius Tony, and Rashad Penny. Dude, am I am I like losing my mind? Why is Mike Williams 
getting drafted in the seventh round behind <laughs> behind Cortland Sutton. Seriously, like I know. The only I, I, I do. I, hey, if if Deshaun is not quarterbacking in Cleveland, I would venture to say that Mike Williams should be a five to ten slots ADP higher than Amari Cooper. One hundred percent. The only reason why I didn't take Mike Williams is because, like I said, I was secure. Like, look, I'm building for the future with this team. It's it's a mock draft, but I've got my three horses. But I, then I got Chris Godwin, who could come back week one, could be week five. Either way, I've got the the talent to suffice, right? Like I didn't, I didn't need right. Mike Williams. It's just crazy that he didn't, he, it just took that long. But um, anyways, you know, we're at, uh, we're in the 11th round here. We got all our stuff taken care of. I'm going to take a page out of your book from last, from the last. Uh, oh, double, yes. And double hey, let's start, let's round. start the Allen Lazard train. Oh, we will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, the Allen Lazard train. Yeah, absolutely. And then, God, I'm salivating at taking Ramondre Stevenson. I love, I, dude. I, he's a guy that I'm so high on. He's, ta- he's talented. He's talented, dude. I need to pull up the stat wherever I found it about second year running backs under the Bill Belichick system, especially if they're given a good enough share in the fir- in their rookie season, they take right. leaps. And you can probably look at Damian Harris's progression. Like right. they just take leaps, and it's it's encouraging, and I like it. Yeah. I am uh, I'm actually going to ping pong off of your Chris Godwin, somebody that we've talked about. And I always feel like we get down here the 12th and 13th and I forget about him. Yep. I'm not going to forget about him right now. Nope. Russell Gage could have a nice share in that offense, 100%. especially to start the year. Uh, I'm sitting here buffering. I don't, I don't know why it's not letting me pick Russell. But anyways, cue him up. <laughs> so you don't cue him up so you don't miss. Oh, there we go. He just went through. Um, so Russell Gage, and then we always we're before we get to fantasy season starting, we're going to take Justin Tucker in the ninth. Yeah. We're That's slow. Funny. We, every single time we mock draft, we're like, all right, where can we pluck Tucker and yep. not sacrifice other depths? Yep. Yeah. And that, and you get to find that out in the 10th, in the uh, 10 team, uh, mock drafts, just because there's more talent that lasts a little bit longer so it's like am i gonna take like i'm gonna take evan mcpherson because oh there goes the sound i'm gonna take evan mcpherson because he's dude that offense is silly um and why not dude it's free points like come on yeah i mean it's important man it really is um i'll tell you what we've we've done a couple drafts today and there, there are a few, a few guys that I'm loving that I'm I haven't thought about being the ones in their offenses. Do I take Dalvin Cook just because? I mean, do I take Alexander Madison just because Dalvin Cook is just um, – yeah, I mean, I mean what, 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 where do you value Naheem Hines in that? You know what I mean? Like, Oh, oh, Madison's way above. Way yeah, above. So, so that, that's where we're at. That's, that's what I'm kind of looking at right now. Like, yeah, you can get a – uh, quote unquote number one in Marlon Mack down at the you know 152 ADP. Um, I guess you can maybe look into if you have David Montgomery and getting into Khalil Herbert. Hey, cool. Listen to this. Let's hear it. There are two games last year where he played when Dalvin okay. Cook was out, and I'm just going to read you these two games. Where okay. does it, how do you, okay? Yeah, let's hear it. 26 carries for 112 yards, six receptions for 59 yards. 
Excuse me, when was this? <laughs> week three. And then this is when, week this is when Dalvin week played? five. Week five, he goes 25 for 113 and seven for 40 in the air. Good God. And a touch. The guy, the guy is insane when he's on the field. Dude, he's a beast. And he's been – dang, he's young too, man. He's only got – this is going on his fourth year, third year. Dude, I think I just got to just in terms of the yeah. your upside. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, I could go – Well, it's – yeah, the, the upside, that's a good point. Upside projection, I like to think about. Let's, you know, again, we never wish injuries in fantasy football. Oh, uh, of course not. But if Dalvin Cook is out for the year, let's just say something happens and Dalvin Cook's not playing anymore. Right. If we knew Alexander Madison was going to step in to be the one, right. where do we rank him? I mean, gosh, he's probably a bubble <laughs> RB10. In my opinion, I'm taking him over Sanders. That's a guarantee. I'm taking <laughs> him over Damian I mean, that's, that's not That's not even a question. I'm just I'm um, going up the draft. I, you know where I value him at? I value him around where Josh Jacobs is. Josh yeah. Jacobs is Josh Jacobs is undervalued in my opinion, but yeah. I do think Josh Jacobs is better than Dobbins, better than Gibson. I think he's Dude, around ETN Brees Hall. Actually. Hey, I'm gonna no. I'm I'm serious. If if Dalvin Cook was out and we just plugged Alexander Madison, I seriously. I borderline have – I think I almost bubble him in that, like – well, I think James Conner is undervalued. But I'm Very. I'm thinking he's he's ahead of Gibson. He's ahead of Dobbins. He's ahead of Jacobs. He's ahead of Cam Akers for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's not – probably – I hate to say this, probably ahead of Zeke, probably ahead of Aaron Jones. Javante, yeah. I don't know. I feel, I feel really good if I have Alexander Madison on my team. He'll get more volume than Javante Williams. So, like, Javante, we're the thing is when I see Javante Williams compared to like, like you said, a guy like Alexander Madison, if he had his own shares, Javante Williams has to be efficient as hell. Like that dude has to be efficient. And if he's not efficient, oh hey, we got an experienced Melvin Gordon, uh, second round pick behind you that you know can do a lot of what Javante Williams would do. He's just a little bit more spry, got more little pep to his step. But, dude, Alexander Madison, yeah, like you said, I mean, if you're picking him up in the last round of your drafts or, or second to last round, right? You like, he's a home run hitting penny stock. Like, you just got to think of these guys from, like, rounds 12 and on. Like, they're stocks. You know what I mean? Like, Ramondre Stevenson, that's my type of guy where he will appreciate in value as the season goes. He gets under Bill's scheme. He's a little bit more comfortable. They're probably best off, like they did two tight end duos. They're probably best off doing two running back sets. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you can just you, like, it's just a, it's a hot hand thing for, for Bill too. So if you, if you have Ramondre Stevenson and, and you're in a pinch and say, say Ezekiel Elliott, knowing his injury history is, you know, he's a little banged up and I got Ramondre Stevenson. He can get me 10 to 12 points a game while he can recover from an injury. And I got him in the 12th round. I mean, it's just, it just seems like it's, it's kind of a no brainer. Yeah. I, um I ended up as a guy I mentioned to you earlier, Marlon Mack. Yeah. Um, I took him late just as a, another depth piece. Um, there's, there's been some quotes coming around, read this one here from the athletic. We're speculating that Marlon Mack will open the 2022 season as team starter before possibly yeah. giving way to rookie Damian Pierce. Mm-hmm. Who knows when that's going to happen? I mean, I don't, what are you going to do if Marlon Mack comes out of the gates hot? Right. So the, 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 
the the report when I hear, oh, uh, yeah, we should see this rookie take like take some carries away from the presumed number one backer. Like I don't, I don't draft based off that. That's not that's not reliable information. That's potential, which to me is a very uh, tricky term to get around because when you draft based off potential and not necessarily history or say you know opportunity like we like we have James Connor with all the volume that we could ever ask for um you get a little tricky at that point because if you're if you're drafting off potential you don't like you don't know what's gonna you don't know what's gonna happen and you especially in an offense like the Texans where dude they're not gonna run the ball a ton they're gonna be a first half run the ball unless it's 27 nothing after the first quarter you know what I mean like it stuff like this it just makes you think a little bit um but dude i'm i'm just again i say this after every mock draft i'm interested to see how the draft board will look i think the first two rounds will look eerily similar come august end of august but dude i mean you're coming you're coming around and and you maybe we see some roster moves we see some suspensions being laid down you might see some guys flying up the board a little bit more um I can see Marquise Brown flying up the board a little bit more. I really can. I can see him going ahead of Judy Pittman and Godwin. I really can. I mean, but I'm like, I didn't need to reach for him. I, and you, you didn't even uh, like entertain reaching for him. You're just like, Oh, I could get him. And then he fell eight more spots. So it's just like, what do you, you know, kind of take it with a grain of salt, I guess. But yeah, that's the beauty of these mocks is, I mean, again, I, we've done two mocks today. And I've waited until the sixth, seventh round to take a receiver. So, and honestly, I like where I'm at with it. Yeah, I really do. I, I feel so much better about the wide receiver drop off than running backs. Uh, dude, 100%. Because receivers, you don't have to be a number one to, to produce a lot of value. But, yeah, um, yeah, we can talk about that more on, I guess, our next our next cast. Um, but, dude, these are the best parts, just doing mock drafts and, and kind of, you know, letting people know where we're, where we're thinking. So, you know, I think with that, I think we can just kind of, you know, end this up and, and sign off and, and, you know, maybe this is kind of our main thing here, doing mock drafts until it's drafted.